Juice. What kind of name is Juice? It's not a real name. It's a drink. My man got yeah. She's drinking it all. Hey, 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 mm. hey! You cut it out. You stop that right she's now. Drinking it. <laughs> Welcome to Browns to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to IT support, and why didn't I go into it when I had the chance? Because <laughs> oh, it has taken me about a half hour to fix the issues on my laptop so we can get this episode to you guys. And Thrill, yes, as sir. tired as he is, mm-hmm. waiting patiently for his hetero life mate to get all the technical difficulties in order. That's what we do, baby. But now that we have everything in order, you are listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash grapples apples. That's grapples the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud? We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening. As long as you're listening. I am one of your hosts. The very sensual. The very frustrated. <laughs> Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, your boy, the general, your champion, Shades, joined by a very, very tired hero life mate. Tell him who you is. I am the feeling relatively ill, Will, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, I will be tired because that's who I is. Yeah, there's no thrill today. It's just <laughs> ill, Will. This is no thrill. I'm, I very, very... I'm tired. I feel like junk. It's not a pleasant day to be Will the Thrill today. Very very little thrill in the life of Will. Very true. So let's not, you know, take up too much time. You got a little bit of news. Uh, the draft is officially wrapped up. I think there was like 84 people drafted, which is saying something because that's not even half their roster. That's wild. Um, yeah. Um, some people getting married, some G1 Climax stuff, some pure tournament stuff. Uh, Thrill may go over for you guys, as he loves to do every week. But before we get into any of that, Thrill, I know you're tired. I know you're tired. Do me a favor. Yeah, boy. Use that bell and wake you up. All right, folks. So let's start with some non-WWE news, as we like to do here. Uh, first things first, Matt Hardy, who, if you guys remember, at All Out suffered that scary head injury coming off of that bump on the, what was that, like a lift of some kind? It's like a, yeah, lift. An uh, excess scissor lift. Yeah, it's a scissor lift, thank you. Coming off the scissor lift in the match with Sammy Guevara, um, he is now 100% healthy and cleared to return to action at AEW. Um, I believe he's scheduled to have a blow-off match with Sammy Guevara this upcoming week. And then hopefully that's that for that. Um, Ivelisse, who has been working with AEW for the last few months, I thought she had signed originally. But apparently she had been working a date-to-date agreement with them. But she is now officially signed, which she has announced when she was doing some radio interview. um, That she is, in fact, technically, officially Permanently signed to AEW, at least in terms of her contract. 
Um, here's here's a dumb one. Oh God, those guy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you all remember the speaking out movement that came about a few months ago, where you know men and women and the wrestling industry were speaking out about people who had committed sexual offenses and you know sexual misconduct, sexual abuse, things of that nature. Well, one of the biggest perpetrators who suffered the most, Joey Ryan. Yeah, well, it wasn't enough that he was suing the alleged victims for slander and lost wages. He's now suing Impact Wrestling for $10 million for brief of contract. I mean... Good luck winning that one, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to see a dime. Good luck winning that. Considering, if I'm not mistaken, every company, whether it's, you know, the store that you work at, McDonald's that you work out, your law firm that you work out, if you're an employee, they have every right to fire you if they feel like that their conduct is not becoming of their company. There is a COC or a code of conduct that every business has you sign prior to working, uh, especially if they have lawyers on retainer, which I'm sure Impact Wrestling does. Oh, for sure, Joey Ryan. If you're if you're crying about lost wages before, how are you going to go up against a uh, a wrestling company? That has the capital and the 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 time to take you to court. You can't. You, you well, won't win. He definitely has the time. He ain't doing anything else. Can't get a job. Yeah. <laughs> Except he doesn't have the money. If you ain't got the money, honey, you in trouble. I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't. Whatever. Again, good luck, Joey Ryan. You you, you have fun with that. Um. Okay. So. Before we go into our should we go into the storyline stuff or go straight into the tourney stuff? What do you think? It's it's up to you because this is this is two things that you want to talk about. Like this is your your area that you like. Alright. So, so I think save save the start with the tourney stuff. That's, yeah, I have the same okay. So as those of you who have been listening to us over the last few weeks know, those who are plugged into the wrestling community know. We have two major tournaments going on right now in Ring of Honor. They have their Pure Tournament going on to crown the rebirthed Pure Championship. Uh, this past week, we had Jay Lethal defeating uh, David Finley Jr. to advance the semis. And we had Jonathan Gresham defeating Matt Bosch Seidel to move on to the semifinals. So tomorrow, we have... Uh, Fred Yehi versus Tracy Williams to determine who's going to face Jay Lethal. And then we have Josh Woods facing PJ Black to determine who will face Jonathan Gresham in the semifinals of Block B. So it looks like we're going towards Lethal versus Gresham. We, we talked about yeah. this from the beginning. We're, we're really mm-hmm. going down that path. Because uh, even, but- like, I think Yehi's going to beat Williams, but then he's not beating Jay Lethal. And I think TJ, mm-hmm. I mean, I think PJ Black is going to beat Gresham, but he's not beating Gresham. Sorry, PJ Black is going to defeat Woods. I'm sorry to face Gresham, but I don't think he's going to beat Jonathan Gresham. 
Yeah, no, he's not beating Gresham. Um, we we discussed this a long time ago. Um, actually, when the, right before the tournament started, it's like this is going to be a lethal Gresham final with Gresham uh, winning the championship. Yeah, it's a good call. I mean, you have the built-in story. Like this has been more about the competition than storyline. But by having Lethal versus Gresham in the finals, you get an automatic built-in storyline without having to do too much effort because they are the current reigning Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. So if mm-hmm. you have the current Tag Team Champions going up against each other for the pure title, and if Gresham does some Healy stuff, because Gresham's already shown and he's said that he's willing to do anything to become the new pure champion because this title means so much to him, that can also lead to the breakup of Lethal and Gresham put the tag belt on somebody else, and you can really reset your, you know, the whole roster, basically. Mm. So, that's over in Ring of Honor. However, over in Japan, we have arguably the most exciting tournament every year, the G1 Climax. And we have wrapped up and locked up Block A with Block B... Coming to a conclusion, I believe, tomorrow. Yes, the 18th, the 17th and the 18th is the last, I think, the last days for the Climax. Yeah. Yeah, Block B finals is tomorrow, and then the finals finals, the you know champion of Block A versus champion of Block B will be on Sunday. So, mm-hmm. here we go. Block A, these are the final standings in Block A. With two points, only one win. The Tokyo Pimp, Yujiro Takahashi. In ninth place, Minoru Suzuki. It tied for fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth place, Taichi, Jeff Cobb, Shingo Takage, and Tomohiro Ishii, all with eight points. Then, tied for second through fourth, Jay White, Kazuchika Okada, and Will Ospreay. Meaning mm-hmm. that the winner of Block A, with 14 points, is, once again, Kota Ibushi. Mm. Mm. Now, over in Block B, there are three potential winners, depend based on where the standings are right now. So, in 10th place, with one win, Yoshihashi. <laughs> In uh, tied for 7th and 9th, Toru Yanu, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and CJ Parker. Oh, what's this? CJ Parker? Yeah, you heard me. That's not his name. It might as well be. It is to me. Okay. Fine. Juice Robinson. Oh, that's who it is. Okay. You happy now? You happy now? Jerk. Juice. What kind of name is Juice? It's not a real name. It's a drink. My man got yeah, she's drinking it all up. Hey, but hey, oh. hey, hey, you cut it out. You stop that right she's now. Drinking it. <laughs> drinking it all up. You better, you better cut that out. Tied for fifth and sixth. Hiroki Goto and Kenta with eight points. I'm really surprised Kenta finished. In the middle of the pack, uh, uh, Tanahashi fell fell lower than him. Yeah, but Tanahashi doesn't need this. 
Yeah, that's true. I'm so, so sure. Obviously, I'm surprised Tanahashi is you know three and five, but does Tanahashi need to win a G one? No, no. But you're you when you have the name of the ace of New Japan, you would expect him to do better than that. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Well, again, I guess they're, they're you know they don't want him to overshadow what they're trying to do here. Well, they're trying to build new stars. Yep. So here's where it gets interesting. So apparently the top four are Zack Sabre Jr. and Sonata are both tied with 10 points, while Naito and Evil are both tied with 12 points. However, according to the sources that I'm looking at, the only three eligible to potentially win Block B are Evil, Sonata, and Naito. I'm guessing mm-hmm. that had something to do with matches left. I'm not really sure how it makes how Sonata and ZSJ both have ten points, but ZSJ can't possibly win. I don't know. Okay, so um, so because I played uh, Yu-Gi-Oh competitively in tournaments, um, your losses. Okay, so if I lost to you, but your losses are, um, you have less losses. My seating is higher. Mm. It's 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 very it's a very like convoluted like way to do it. So you say so. You're saying is that like if ZSJ and Sonata ended up tied, Sonata has a tiebreaker, basically. Yes. Yes. Okay. Essentially. Okay. So the only three possible winners of Block B are Evil, Sonata, and Naito, which is interesting in and of itself because you have Evil and Sonata who were former tag partners. You have Naito who, you know, is leader of LIJ and was turned on by evil. So you have that trio. It's a, you know, either one of those three amongst themselves have a storyline. But I mean, then you have... for them to face Kota Ibushi in the finals, who makes more sense? Sonata. Really? Mm-hmm. But you got to think if Sonata wins Block B, Kota Ibushi's going to win the whole thing. Absolutely. Let's see. So I, said have... it, I, said, I said it last year. I'm going to say it again. Kota Ibushi is going to be the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. I, much to, to my chagrin. You know, I, I love Naito to death. But... So you think that's where we're going with this? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, if that's the case, then it's got to be Evil or Sonata to win Block B. You don't want Naito to lose to Ibushi in the G1 Climax and then lose to him again at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Unless Naito wins the Climax and then chooses who he wants to face at Wrestle Kingdom. That's true. I mean, I this might be just, my North yeah. American brain talking, but I would like Coda to win versus Evil. Since Evil is, you know, the Bullet Club heel, turned on Naito, so on and so forth. That way you get that face beating the heel in the G1 Climax, propelling mm-hmm. him to Wrestle Kingdom. I don't want Evil to win, uh, come out of Block B simply because 
we saw what they did with the evil experiment, putting uh, both belts on him. It flopped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sonata, every singles match he's had uh, hasn't been uh, uh, a snooze fest. His matches with Okada are like high caliber matches. So to have what it can do is it can build like dissension in LIJ, right? Mm. So you so you have Sonata come out of block B and Naito is just like what do you think you're doing? Because he just saw evil turn on him after mm. you know doing the solo thing. Now he's going crazy. So you turn Naito paranoid. Mm-hmm. Either Sonata wins against Kota, then it's Sonata versus Naito at Wrestle Kingdom. Exactly. Okay. Okay. That's too theatrical for uh, Japanese wrestling, so I don't yes. think they're going to go with it. But that'd be a, a good. Story. It's not a long storyline, but it's a good storyline. Um, but yeah, uh, I have Coda versus Sonata in the finals. Interesting. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you, buddy. Um, now, what happened tonight was in their match, Osprey and Okada, two members of Chaos, a lot of respect <laughs> for two of them. Have had a last year. They had one of the best matches, the whole G one climax. Well, this year, in the middle of their match, there was a little interference from a returning excursion wrestler with the accompaniment of Osprey's partner. I think they're not married yet, right? They're just like together. Yeah, yeah, they're just together. Yeah, yeah. so similar he, to Juice and. Uh, Tony. Why? 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 <laughs> Why? Jerk. Um, so, B. Priestley jumps on the apron, which allows this returning excursion wrestler. I forget his um I just had it up, and I forgot his name. Anyway, he jumped in, hit the uh, claw slam on Okada. Osprey gets the win. And then after a quick conversation with Priestley, and the wrestler, whose name I forget, he continues to beat up on Okada and yell that Okada's been holding him down. So it looks like we got ourselves an Osprey heel turn and the beginning of an Okada and Osprey feud, which makes me both happy, so excitedly happy, and also so sad. So, so sad. Because these are two of my favorite New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestlers. Two of my favorite wrestlers, full stop. So... Knowing we're going to get some, this is definitely going to be an insanely good match at Wrestle Kingdom. It makes my wrestling fan heart happy. Tomoyuki Aoka. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tomoyuki Oka. Um, So knowing that we're going to have some fantastic Wrestle Kingdom match between the two makes my wrestling fan heart happy. But watching these two feud against each other makes my fanboy heart so sad. This is this is purely like heartbreaking for you because yes. it's like when Jay White and and Naito face each other. It's like, Damn. Exactly. There's does there have to be uh, the real loser is me. Except in this feud, they're both really good wrestlers. Oh wow! 
You want to take a shot at me? I, I can shoot back, all right? Except, where's, where's, who's, who's the IWGP heavyweight champion? Who's the IWGP intercontinental champion? Yeah, but I wasn't talking about Naito. Oh. So much of your boy Switchblade over there. Uh, it's all right. Mad average. This, this, there's got to be something wrong with uh, Okada because he's got two guys that turned on him. Two of their biggest names outside of Okada. I mean, on him. when you're when you have been as successful as Okada has been, is there an easier launching point for a wrestler than to turn on him? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's too easy. Although this does make. Osprey turning on Okada makes more sense than nah, maybe not. I, I mean, Osprey and Okada have been in chaos together for a long time, and Osprey's been on his way up for a while. So in that sense, it makes a lot of sense for him to turn on him. But Jay Jay White was in chaos, right? Yes. So Jay White turning on Okada makes sense from the sense of. I mean, Jay White is a natural heel. So for him to turn on Okada just makes a lot of sense in that way, in that regard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where storyline, Osprey turning on Okada makes a lot of sense also. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And Osprey's good as a heel because he can play that arrogant, smarmy, you know, side smile kind of thing. So this should be fun. This should be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm totally game for this. Okay. So, Shades, what's been going on over in WWE? Because that's all there is going on outside of the WWE. So there's not much going on in the world of the WWE. Um, NXT champion Finn Balor underwent surgery for his broken jaw. Um, I don't know how they're going to still play this storyline out, especially because... The work, shoot, shoot, work is that they're playing it by ear. If he's healing at a good pace, they're just going to keep him off TV for a few weeks and he'll be back when he's back. If he's, if he's not healing at a pace that they want, then he'll have to drop the title. Yeah. Um, normally, for a healthy person, it takes about six weeks for a bone to heal. Now, his jaw was broken and... Correct me if I'm wrong, but you put food in your mouth. You have to chew, or you're on a liquid diet. Yeah, you want you, you don't want to move it around too much to um, delay the healing uh, process. Right. Um, if there's anyone I who hope... can testify to the healing process of a broken jaw, it's actually my brother Hugo. Because I remember when he got his jaw broken. Uh, he had to like drink everything liquefied to the point where when he the first time he was able to eat solid food, my dad was like, What do you want? And he's like, I want Burger King Whopper. And yeah, we had to course. cut up his Whopper into tiny little like cubes for him to mm-hmm. eat it. It was hilarious. So anyone knows anything about what that's like, if you ask my brother. So uh, let's hope he does make a speedy recovery because if they have to vacate the belt again, again it it does t- 
tarnish the NXT Championship a lot. Mm. Especially after years of stability. Mm. To months it of feels instability. Like, it feels like such a far cry from Finn Balor's first run, or Samoa Joe's run, or Shinsuke's run. Adam know? Cole's run. Or Adam Cole's run. That's like after Adam Cole drops the belt, Keith Lee. Uh, <laughs> Keith Lee was supposed to bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. <sighs> yeah, but then he drops it to what's his face who got hurt. Exactly. He 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 was supposed to bring balance. The the our, the the new white hope, the baby face. He drops the belt to Karrion Cross. Goes up to Raw. Cross is hurt. What the heck is going on here? You know? But isn't it interesting how we had, like... So, like, the Balor-Joe-Shinsuke era, right? Where Balor, the first time, had a belt for almost a year. Something like that. Mm -hmm. You have these three guys who held it for long periods of time. Or bounced back and forth between just each other. And then you had, like... Uh, Bobby Roode, Andrade, McIntyre, kind of just, you know, next, next, next. Then Adam Cole brings stability to the belt. I mean, obviously, we had the Gargano and Ciampa also. So, yeah, so we had Roode, Andrade, McIntyre, Gargano, Ciampa, like five guys who all smacked the belt around each other for, you know, the better part of a year. Then Cole holds it for about for more than a year. And now we're back to this ping pong stuff. It's like mm. we have stability, then ping pong, stability, ping pong. I don't know. I like I, like I said. I I'm hoping that Ballard makes a a full recovery, a very quick recovery. Because if not, we're going back to ping pong the championship around, and it doesn't help. It doesn't help the NXT, which people are already turning on NXT, saying that it's not the same product since they've moved to Wednesday. Um, to USA. USA. It's very true. I mean, lately their their booking has been a little better, but still, they're not the same NXT that they've been since they moved to USA. Yeah. So, uh, in other news... Uh, speaking of another show that's on USA, uh, Raw's Underground has been considered done for now. Um, this should have been dead on arrival it when it got to the table. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not even talking about when it got to TV. I'm talking about when it got to Vince's desk. Well, apparently this mm. is pet project. That's why it even made it to TV. Yeah. Um, bad idea. That was a really bad idea. Um, to basically revisit the Brawl for All on Monday Night Raw with stars that you were supposed to build that you didn't build. You couldn't build it because it was just not believable. It was a, a gimmick, goofy thing. You know what, though? Hear me out. I feel like a Brawl for All today would be a lot better and cleaner than the original Brawl for All. Because a lot of today's wrestlers actually train in, like, kickboxing and jiu-jitsu and stuff like that, where 
in the original Brawl for All, they're just like, hey, who are the toughest guys who get into a lot of bar fights? And just threw them all in the ring. Yeah. Um, Shayna Baszler um, would win the female Brawl for All. Oh, my God. Brock- that would be, that would be uh, they should not even do that. That'd be unreal. Brock Lesnar or Bobby Lashley's winning the men. They would never. Unless you'd get no, you'd get like Alistair Black, who could actually possibly win it for his kickboxing. Um, who else would be in it? Remember, it's a mid card thing. Top guys aren't going to be in this. You're not going to see Lashley or, or Lesnar do this. Okay, I mean, I'm just saying in general for. Oh yeah, I mean, well, yeah. If everyone on the roster entered the brawl for all tournament. Sure, Lesnar, Lashley win the men's. Shayna Baszler wins the women's easy. Unless Ronda Rousey's in it. Fair, fair. You think Ronda's good beating uh, Shayna Baszler? Um, I well to be honest, both of them aren't real good fighters. Um, but uh, they're also teammates, so it's not like I I, I don't know. In the UFC, um, Shannon Baszler lost to a woman that Ronda Rousey beat handedly. So, yeah, it's all about matchups. But we're not here for that. It's, it's that's something I can go down like a rabbit hole for. Um, again, th- there was a was the Kato, the big Daba Samoan looking guy. Yeah, that was supposed to be like uh, to build a star out of him. <sighs> Did nothing. Nope. So, uh, uh, all all it really did was just job out your jobbers and your your talent enhancement. That's it. That's all it did. Nothing. It did nothing to. Oh, and the 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 hurt business, right? Like they came out and uh, they're like uh, after retribution. Like beat the bejesus out of them, they went down to Raw Underground so they could beat up some people. Yeah. Yawn. Yeah. So the last bit of news is Juan Senna, <laughs> John Cena, the Doctor of Thugonomics. Wah 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 woo. Do 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 do. Your time is up. My time is down. Well. This is what he told Nikki Bella. <laughs> My time is now. You can't see um, me. My time is now. Uh, John Cena got married to Shay Shariatzide. Shariatzide? Sure. I guess he got her to lay down for the three second ten. Those are lyrics this, and theme song. Come on, guy. Yes, I I know, I know, but it was like he said he didn't want to get remarried, and then he did that like stupid, uh, f- like forced marriage at Engagement WrestleMania. Thing, yeah. And then he was like, "Nah, I do want to get married. I just don't want to get married to Nikki Bella." Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Um, 
But I mean, it's not tough for Nikki Bella. She's uh I mean she got married and had a kid anyway, so she's cool. Yeah. Look, they both um, got what they wanted. She wanted to get married and have kids, she did that. She wanted to not it, marry Nikki Bella, he didn't do that. So it's all good. She married like her co star on Dancing with the Stars yeah. and I don't know who Shay Sherry blah 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 blah. Shay Cena is. Let's see. If I can find any info on this young lady. Is she uh, Indian? Because that last name sounds very Middle Eastern-esque. Maybe a little Russian. Some Farsi. We keep talking while I check. Bangladesh? I'm checking, bro. You keep yapping about something, something else. So, while Thrill is looking for John Cena's new bow, I want to move up to the draft. We went over the picks that happened on SmackDown last week. There were 84 men and women tag teams or trios that were picked in a two-day draft between Raw and SmackDown. I'm going to give you a rundown of everybody that was drafted to Raw and then SmackDown. Did you find out who she is? I'm still looking, bro. I'm going to keep going then. I'm so for Canada, but I, get, I need more than that, so just keep going. What are you, the FBI? Just IMDB her. She's not like she's, a celebrity or anything. Then that's it. I don't care. She's not a celebrity. <laughs> not famous? Don't care. She's, she's nobody. She's married John Cena. That's it. Probably a stunt double. Stop. Like she's a stunt woman. She Probably was born woman. in Iran as a Canadian citizen living in Vancouver. Wow. Okay. Hey. So she's Iranian. Yeah. Iron Sheik. There you go. Okay, so as I was saying, the the men drafted to Raw, there were 22 of them. WWE Champion Drew McIntyre, United States Champion Bobby Lashley, R-Truth, AJ Styles, The Fiend Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Braun Strongman, Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee, Rakakit, Elias, who's still with <laughs> WWE, uh, Elias, who's still signed to WWE. Seamus, Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo, <laughs> Drew Gulak, uh, Big Brother Tucker, uh, Dabakato, Titus O'Neil, Akira Tozawa, Riddick Moss, Arturo Ruas, and uh, Eric. The women. That were drafted. Asuka, Charlotte. Wait, sorry, did you Naomi. Drew Gulak? I didn't hear you say Drew Gulak. I said Drew Gulak. Okay. okay. After I said after I said Humberto Carrillo. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh the women drafted. Asuka, Charlotte, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce, and who's still employed? Lana. For some reason. Lana Men's is simply tag- employed to eat some Moen drops through a table from Nia Jax. That's her only job in WWE right now. Yeah. 
tag teams or factions for the men that were uh, sent to Raw. The New Day, The Hurt Business, Miss and Morrison, Hey Hey Ho Ho, Retribution, Lucha House Party, and then the women's tag teams of Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke and Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. <clears throat> now, before we go into SmackDown, um, I want to like just rant a little bit about the draft. You don't need two days, especially because you're just moving or you're you're just stating things that we already know. Yeah. Drew McIntyre wasn't leaving Raw. Bobby Lashley wasn't leaving Raw. Like, for the people that aren't going to leave, you don't need to draft them. This is something like Raw drafts The Fiend. Okay, he was on Raw. He went to SmackDown. He's back on Raw now. Raw drafts AJ Styles. He was on Raw. Went to SmackDown, drafted to Raw. Makes sense. I don't need to know that you guys are drafting the Raw Women's Champion. Oh, maybe we do because Raw drafted Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, who are who were the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. But what happens when you have two Tag Team titles... On one show. Unification? No. These are the guys that were drafted by SmackDown. Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, Big E, Aleister Black, which I'm happy to see Black on SmackDown. They'll utilize him so much better. Apollo Crews, Otis, Murphy, so we're still going to get the Mysterios versus Murphy. Uh, Kalisto, Lars Sullivan, King Corbin, and Chad Gable. Because I refuse to call him Shorty G. Word. Uh, the women that were drafted. Bailey, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, Carmella, Natty, Billy Kay, Tamina, the GOAT, Tamina, and Selena Vega. And then the tag teams. Ray and Dominic, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke and Cesaro. The Street Profits. The last tag team. Uh, the Riot Squad. In the pool, but not selected. Um, Andrade and Mickey James. And then you have um, people that aren't in the draft pool because they're either injured or on sabbatical. Uh, Becky Lynch, Jimmy Uso, Ivar, Sonya Deville, Edge, Don't Hinder the Gender, Samoa Joe, Mojo Raleigh, The Forgotten Sons, Bo Dallas, Big Show, The Newly Married John Cena, Bill Goldberg, Ronda Rousey, and The Undertaker. <sighs> now let's go back a little bit to Raw and SmackDown swapping tag team champions. Before you do that, real quick. Didn't they also say that the announced announced teams were going to be up for draft, and then yes. nothing happened with any of them? No, they're like, "Oh, this could be my last night working with you," and then they did nothing. Uh, I think they want to keep Michael M- Mago Mago on SmackDown uh, because 
Uh, it needs that uh, stability, professionalism, yeah. I guess. Like it needs the it needs name. Michael Cole there. Yeah, yeah. He's their um, number one still. So yeah. What I I don't need for WWE to do is. have the New Day and the Street Profits on Raw swap titles. My opinion, either unify the belts and have the tag team champions do what the women's tag team titles do and jump from uh, show to show Mm-hmm. Or don't have like have them vacate the titles when they leave. Yeah. Don't don't. Um, was this something you you told me right before we started uh, on air? Was the lineage of the WWE tag team championships are on Raw. So the teams that the, the New Age Outlaws, the Heart Foundations, uh, the Legion of Doom, the Nasty Boys, the Demolition, those are all from Raw. Like the, yeah. those are Raw's That's the raw lineage. Yeah. Lineage. And you said, so does their they you know their title reign carry over? So the Street Profits have been tag team champions for what two months or so. Does that title reign end when they give the belts to Kofi and Xavier? And now their both title reigns start on, you know, uh, October the um, the 11th or the 10th, whenever, you know, whatever Monday was, the 12th. You know, like, what do you do with that? Because now... Their their streak is broken. What if? Well, let's say for instance, you and I are tag team champions, right? We are one day away from breaking the record. We're tied for the record. It's Sunday night. No, it's Monday night. If we if we're champions until Tuesday, we we hold the new record. Right. We get drafted to SmackDown. We have to relinquish our belts. We're no longer the Raw Tag Team Champions. Bye bye to the longest, you know, streak holding the belt. Right. And then you can't even say they're the longest reigning tag champions because it's a different Mm -hmm. set of tag championships. Mm hmm. But that's see, and that's what's so dumb about doing the switch like that. For me, like I said, um, it, if you're swapping U.S. champion and IC title, sure, yeah, that's fine. They're different championships. Exactly. If you're swap, if you're swapping the main championships, it's fine. Uh, but. Like tag team championships, women's ch- championship, like it's 
it, it kind of messes with, like, I don't know how they're, how, excuse me, I don't know how they're, um, choosing when to start their, their, their reign. Does, does their reign carry over from last week's Friday? And then, why do we need, if Braun's on Raw now, and, and both Kofi and Xavier are on Raw now, we don't need a goodbye. We haven't seen Braun since the Swamp match. No, we have. He was. No, no, no. Raw. We saw him at the, the, the Triple Threat match. I'm sorry. Yeah, and he's doing Raw Underground and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. But, like, he hasn't been in our, like, minds, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, his last bit of relevance was the Swamp match. Yes. Once he lost the title to Bray, he kind of fell into obscurity. It's like, why do we need to see Braun versus versus Roman when we know the outcome already? Yeah. Fine, you want to do the New Day's, like, farewell to SmackDown versus, you know... uh, Shinsuke, Sammy, and, and Cesaro, fine, whatever. Or Sheamus, it was a Sheamus, was one of them, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why do we need this? It's not like they're leaving the WWE. You have people bouncing back and forth from the shows all the time. Bro, they're not even leaving the same building. <laughs> <laughs> they're all going to be in the Thunderdome, I promise you. And... Why can't the New Day be happy for Big E, who can be a singles wrestler now, get that push that he so desperately wants when they supported Kofi when he stole Mustafa's spot? Exactly. Oh, what's good for you, but not good for me? According to Wikipedia, the New Day's current reign as Raw Tag Team Champions is a reset Starting with Monday. Okay. Uh, I I, still, I don't get it. That was your opportunity to unify the belts because your tag team division is anemic already. Yep. And how? And you tell me that wouldn't have been an exciting. This SmackDown, this episode of SmackDown was the season premiere, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You tell me that you couldn't have that same thing play out in the back, right? Where the New Day and the Street Profits are giving each other props and blah, blah, blah. And then Adam Pierce shows up and goes, guys, we have the Raw titles on SmackDown. The SmackDown titles on Raw. This isn't going to work. I think we need to have one unified champion. How about next a Friday on SmackDown on the season premiere, New Day versus Street Profits. Winner becomes unified tag team champions. And then you have the heels come in and do the shtick so that you have the eight-man tag match on Monday to promote the you know the two face tag champs versus the two heel tag opponents, and then they stand tall on Monday. They you know respect each other, dab each other up, but then be like they hold the titles up to each other, like yo on Friday we're gonna still be the champs, and then tonight on SmackDown on the season premiere you have the big main event, the unifying or even if it's not the main event, whatever. The unification of the tag titles, Street Profits versus New Day. Come on. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. But nope, they don't do this. 
So yeah, I I I, I missed opportunities all around. But uh, yeah, the three profits were tag were raw tag champs for two hundred and twenty four days. Two hundred and twenty four days. That's more than three months. Yeah, they won it back in March. Uh, it's funny. Funny enough is that I'm actually looking at AEW's champions. Uh, Moxley and Hikaru Shida are the current longest reigning champions. Yeah. Moxley's reign is 230 days. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, your tag team division's anemic. You... They played it too safe with the draft. Uh, they broke apart teams that, that didn't need to be broken up, like Tucker. What are you going to do with Tucker on Raw? Nothing. He is going to just live in the mid-card until he fizzles away and loses his job. I'd understand signing Tucker to Raw if the Miz and Morrison stood on SmackDown because there was nobody to like help Otis because Mandy's gone. Oh, Tucker's gone. So Otis is by himself with his stupid lunchbox and the briefcase. I don't know. Like, I think what I want to do one day is have a draft with you and I, and mm. you'll take you'll take Raw, or you'll take I'll, like, or, or I'll take Raw and you'll take SmackDown, and we just. Run that show. We could do that. Who will we sign? So on and so forth. Like dedicate an entire what you call it for that. Or when, a company. When first built... pick, I select Tony Storm. <laughs> was it was it the um the Chappelle show? It was like the the racial um the racial draft the oh. racial draft the racial draft oh. it's like if, if if you if you draft tony storm you got to draft draft juice robinson no never <laughs> never i hate him you know, oh, the racial man. draft was hilarious remember in high school we did the racial yes, draft yes we did it in high school we did it in high school yeah, so oh was, my gosh um, technically oh. i'm african american yeah i remember I was drafted, you got I was drafted by cj you got drafted by cj <laughs> <laughs> ah, thrill. Good times. Good times. Yes. And of course, I was the delegate for the Latin for the Hispanics because, like, who else is going to do it? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was fun. Oh, anyway. Um. <laughs> okay, so you were talking. So the thing I want to talk about with the draft. You mentioned this earlier. Was that Andrade was not picked by Raw or SmackDown? Now, a this is baffling to me, but B, this opens the floodgates, not the floodgates, um, but this opens the possibilities to taking it back to, to NXT. Because mm-hmm. remember, we're talking about Finn Balor. Balor may not be fit to defend his title. So who can come back to NXT and be El- the, the new re- returning champion? El Idolo. Exactly. Especially, especially, there's already a Latino faction down there that he can either help or go in the face of. Either way. 
Hmm. Well, his remember, okay. So when he was in NXT, he had the babyface party boy gimmick and it flopped. Oh, yeah. Um, you can't have the uh, fall in line storyline because you already have that going on with uh, SmackDown's Roman Reigns and the Usos. Yeah, but you could do it differently because this is him taking over a group. Right now, and, uh, Santos Escobar is Santos the leader. Escobar. Mm-hmm. So if he rolls up and he goes to the other two guys, uh, for, uh, was it Joaquin Wild and. Uh, 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 Dylan Patantis. No, that's that's the he's a pitcher for the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if he goes up to them to recruit them, and then Santos Escobar is like, "Hey, hey, 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 excuse me, these are my boys," and then he could be like, "I'm sorry, you must not know who I am. I'm Andrade Cien Almas. I'm he slaps him. Idolo. And then oh, and he slaps him." Mm-hmm. And then he says something to him in Spanish because they both speak Spanish. Like, and don't you forget who made, who paved the way for you? Oh, oh! Uh, and he calls him like the B word in Spanish or something like that. Or even he just calls him cabron. Not enough. Not enough. Just cabron. And then walks away. Ooh, give me, give me, give me. We get a quick feud between those two to establish dominance of like that faction. And of course he wins. Or you don't even have to have that. You don't even have to have him like like punk out uh Escobar. You could say um uh you could have him like the the real leader of uh Legado uh, is yeah. and then Andrade comes out. That could be too. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's not a bad idea. If he's like, you know, I've been leading this this group but the real leader is is someone who's accomplished something all around the world. He's more than icon. He's el idolo. And then the music hits. What? What? Yeah. And then if he competes for the NXT World Championship, then we have you know the Cruiserweight Champion and the NXT World Champion in the same group, which elevates the Cruiserweight Championship. And mm-hmm. it, it gives you a new main event player or players. Oh, that's so smart. Why don't we have jobs for these people? Because they don't know what good writing is. Never mind. That's why. Yeah, we'd, we'd get shut down with our ideas. Oh, my God. That's so good, though. Especially with, like, all the roster injuries that they're having. Especially with them trying to figure out, like, what they're doing with UE and all that stuff. Oh, this is great. You have a whole new set of four guys who can be the top of the pile now. If you bring in Andrade, you throw him in with these guys, and that's and you let them run the show. Two guys, you have two guys, uh, Joaquin Wild and um, Giancarlo Stanton. They're not really good, <laughs> but that's fine. But that's fine because you have him and Escobar, who are the real focal points. Mm-hmm. While you put <laughs> the other two, and then let them compete in a tag team division, and then the same way that you had UE. With the North American Championship, it's the same thing over here, but with the Cruiserweight Championship. I mean, I don't know. You have you have Escobar, who looks like a fun size Snicker bar, like of of Andrade. Like oh. they have so much similar like uh, features: mm-hmm. long hair, facial hair. They both speak Spanish. They're both Mexican. 
all things that point to. Um, I do not think they look alike at all. Then they have similar features. Well, they I'd have long look- hair and facial hair, and they're but brown. Everyone, everyone thought that we were uh, related because I have long. We both have long hair. That's fair. You know what? Oh my, bro! If they do this, so imagine they were smart enough to follow a storyline that we're talking about, right? And these four become like real relevant players in NXT. They get called up, and then Andrade can in Zelina Vega's face be like, "You see the way you gave up on me, and look what I did now." I'm talking about long term, but I'm talking about like a year or two, you know, from now. Yeah, because Zelina gave up on him. So if he goes to NXT, becomes you know the leader of this faction, and the four of these guys end up having their own success and becoming relevant, when they get called up again, the four of them, then Andrade can show it and throw it in Zelina's face, which I think would be great. But what do I know? We know too much for our own good, and it doesn't help. It, it falls on deaf ears. It's good, like that we get to discuss it with each other. Yeah. But man, I think um, when when I made that the Cody storyline about him winning the world mm. championship from MGF, like that was pri- that's a prime storyline right there. Um, yeah. The storyline you made with uh. With evil and and Sonata and and Lij, prime storyline right there. Your retribution storyline, prime storyline right there. But it, it goes nowhere. I guess so. I wish that WWE's uh, 2K games had like online GM mode. Oh Ooh. my god, you and I would kill it on there. Oh yeah. Oh. Absolutely kill it. Anyway. Let's let's move past us and our amazing fantasy booking. Anything that we want to clear the air with any of the other shows before we talk about planting some trees and stuff. Um, no. Well, then in that case, Mister Shades, in the world of professional in the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds. And like WWE booking. There are a lot of bad seeds. But at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest that is professional wrestling. Now, I will go first if you don't mind. Wow. Go for it. My good seed is to the whole Osprey and Okada thing. I can't wait to see these guys feud. It's just, oh, oh I'm so excited. And my bad seed goes to Joey Ryan. Shut up. Go away. <laughs> um, I don't have any good seeds. Okay. I have two bad. I have two bad seeds. <laughs> All right, gonna double down on the bad. All right, double double down on the bad. It wasn't an egregious week. Don't get me wrong. It's just, but like, two things stood out to me that that like, uh, it's really stuck in my crotch. Can't seem to shake it. Okay. Um, First bad seed definitely goes to WWE and missed opportunities with the draft. They played it way too safe. They could have done something to sh- really shake up and 
and draw more interest into the WWE uh, product, but uh, they didn't. So you'll get my bad seed for that. Okay. My my other bad seed goes to NXT's booking. Mm. Um, why is Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae getting another title shot at the NA Championship and the Women's Championship? And Shotzi Blackheart, who tried her best to act out like being creepy, didn't work. That we're getting uh, spin the wheel, make a deal. And they get to they have to choose the, the, the stipulation by spinning the wheel for Halloween Havoc next week. Yeah. Or two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I, I don't I don't care. Like Gargano lost clean. Mm-hmm. Lorraine lost clean. Mm-hmm. They're just getting a championship opportunity just for the sake of it. Like William Regal. Like you're 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 a bad manager. They have nothing else going on right now, guy. That's why they have so many injuries. They have so with call ups and drafts and this and that. They have no idea who they have. They have no idea what to do. They're they're in flux. They're in major flux right now. Yawn. Yeah. I mean, what's the 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 big match for next week that's advertised? Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Lumis. Come on. Yeah, so that's my bad seed. No, my good seed. I got a good seed. Okay, I got a good okay, seed. Okay, okay. Go ahead. For somebody that's supposed to be getting married next year, Mazel Tov to John Cena. Hey, that's my good hey, seed. Hey. John Cena getting married. All right, that's nice. That's so nice and romantic of you. Hey, hey. <laughs> I think it's gonna wrap up our episode this week. Uh, you're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apple. That's Grapples, the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples, the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible because we really do appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Not so thrilled, Will, feeling kind of ill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is, and I is tired. Joined by my hetero life mate. Tell them who you are, baby. Man, the hour, man, with the power too damn sleepy to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top, your boy, the general, your champion, Shades. Don't forget to check out our episodes last week, this week, and every other week because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace and love.